Welcome to Real Estate Real World, where we talk to the movers, shakers, and leaders that are getting it done right now in the real estate industry and beyond. Your host is Marguerite Crispillo, and she started this podcast simply to talk to cool people about what's really happening in this crazy roller coaster ride of real estate. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and stay up to date on the newest stuff by adding yourself to the list at www.realestaterealworld.com. Now your host, Marguerite Crispillo. Welcome, everybody. It is time for the Real Estate Real World podcast, and I am excited to be with you here today. I'm Marguerite Crispillo, your hostess. And I'm excited today to have Nick Rithell with us today. He's, we've gone back and forth talking. We have some mutual friends in common. And I'm really excited to talk to him today about what he does because it's super cool. So Nick is the creator of the seven-hour book. Yes, I said that right, seven hours. This proven system allows anyone in the real estate business to get their own professionally published book while spending only seven hours of their time on it. With the seven-hour book, Nick is on a mission to help those in real estate finally get the recognition they deserve. Time and again, he's seen individuals who have incredible stories and knowledge to share, and a book is really the ultimate way for them to share their insights and be recognized. Yet the issue always seems to be that no one has any time. I'm sure you guys can relate to that. I know I can for sure. Seeing this, Nick combined advanced time management strategies with his own experiences in publishing and marketing. The result was the seven-hour book, a service that's been delaying clients ever since. So welcome to the show, Nick. Thanks for that, Marguerite. It's great we can finally connect. Yes, I'm excited to chat with you today. So when we were talking back and forth and trying to figure out what topics we were going to talk about, because you've got a bazillion of them to talk about, the one that came out for me was the one and only one lesson every realtor can learn from a cockroach. That just cracks me up. So I'm dying to hear this lesson. Let's hear it. Alrighty. Well, I want to be clear from the get-go that when we say learn from a cockroach, we don't mean that you should incorporate everything about them. You said well, one goodness. and only one. Oh, yeah. No, you said one and only one. And we are going to be talking about one and only one lesson. So you shouldn't be a cockroach in every way. Okay, good. Now, in terms of the cockroach lesson, what it is, is if you ever watch a cockroach, whether you're trying to get rid of it or you're trying to just even kill it, you'll see that it doesn't die. It doesn't quit <laughs> and it doesn't die. It's amazing. It, it's really amazing. You will try to flush it down a toilet, and you'll close the lid, you'll flush it, you'll think it's gone, then you'll open the lid, and guess who's clinging to the other side of the lid? Mr. Cocker. <laughs> you'll, oh, yeah, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll put him in the drain. You'll, you'll uh, try to flush uh, sink water then or stream sink water down the drain. You'll put the spout on the other side. You'll put all your trash and garbage. You'll run the garbage disposal even sometimes. Stop it. Guess who's still there? Mr. Cockroach. And it just, <laughs> it just doesn't quit. It just really, really doesn't quit. And I that's say that's hilarious. the one thing you should learn. Oh, yeah. I say it's the one thing you should learn because if you're in a profession, especially one as competitive as real estate, 
you can't quit. You've got to hang in there. You don't want to be a cockroach in other ways, but you've got to be like that, that cockroach in terms of hanging in there and not quitting. That is so true. I mean, you really have to be committed and relentless and be able to continue to go even when everyone is trying to flush you, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So tell me how the cockroach story relates to Seven Hour Book. Okay. Well, the cockroach story itself and the concept is really one that uh, I think is probably best applied for realtors and those in real estate as a whole. But if you do want to talk about it in terms of the seven hour book, what we do, uh, the the principle of not quitting, if you don't want to quit and if you're determined to hang in there, you need to do everything you possibly can to hang in there, just like the cockroach. So if that means in the cockroach's case, hanging in to the other side of a drain or hiding in a strategic way so that you don't see him and he manages to get out, that's what the cockroach does. And in the same way, in surviving and prospering in your field, you got to do everything you can. And one of those things that we help people to do is to get out their own professionally published book which is a very powerful way of hanging in there and not only surviving, but thriving. Well, and I know that for many, I know myself included, we always have lots of ideas, right? And we're always kind of looking for that next marketing gimmick or marketing um, piece that we can use to help us stand out. And I would have to say that I don't know very many real estate agents that actually have a book. Yeah, there's there's definitely not as many as should. Um, some have come around to it. Some have realized it. But it's certainly, a, I would say, a problem that uh, real estate agents just don't have this. And a book is particularly suited for real estate because a book itself is real estate. If you think about it, that's what you're building. That's what you're creating. You're creating a piece of real estate which you own in the sense of staking out your turf in a market, you sell in the sense of actually physically selling the book, and also it produces. It's like an asset in that sense, in that it builds on itself. It becomes more valuable over time. So give me some ideas on how agents have used this book as a marketing tool. What what are some ideas and things that they've done? Sure. Well, one of the things you could do is very simple, is just to use it in the sense of being a business card people do not throw away. So what I mean by that is, when was the last time for you, Marguerite, that you threw away a book? Uh, I don't think I've ever thrown away a book. Yeah. I mean, I guess people would probably burn a book, but not too many people, even in those, except for those extreme cases, are uh, throwing away books. It just doesn't happen. So if you have this book and you're using it as a business card in the sense that you're giving it out to people who visit your office, people you think would appreciate it, people you think could become leads or even clients, uh, it's just a great tool because they have it. So that's, that's one aspect of it, having it be this business card people don't throw away. I would say another aspect of it that uh, you could use for promotional purposes 
would be in dripping it, so to speak, to your list. If you have a list, an email list, sampling it to them, where you would take a chapter or you would take material from it and get them involved. Send it to them, get them to sort of sample it, and get their feedback on it, or bake them into the book even. Write people into the book as examples and get them involved so they have something to then go out and promote too. Well, so that's a great idea. So that can help you, in a sense, almost help you write your book, right? So you send out a chapter and get feedback on it and get some input and ideas that you can add to other parts of the book. Yeah, if you're if you're writing a book, um, for example, on the luxury homes market, and you have you have clients who you've worked with in this market who've been very satisfied with you, you could have some examples talking about what they, they were looking for, how you helped them to find what they were looking for, and what they've been able to do with their property since. With that, you're not only showcasing yourself, but you're also giving a big uh, shout-out, if you will, to them, particularly if they're in a high-profile profession where they need it. If they're, for example, entertainment agents, and you have a whole chapter on them giving an example of them, you're not only, again, showcasing yourself, but you're putting in that advertisement for them as an entertainment agent. So maybe someone sees it and uh, gets referred to them too. So, so can you really write a book in just seven hours? Like, how does that work? Well, I think there's a, there is a little bit of a distinction I want to make there. Uh, the seven-hour part is the amount of time you or anyone who comes on board with us is going to have to spend working on this. So it only takes seven hours of your time. On our time, though, I mean, we're spending, we're spending quite a bit longer because I think we can both agree that, uh, that it, it does take, from the standpoint of the people who are on the back end, us, it does take us, or it should take us, hopefully, a lot longer to put something together than right. just seven hours. So when you say seven hours of my time as an agent, give me some ideas of what that looks like. Well, that would involve conversations with us over Skype. We have a complete system, a complete process for how we get the information, for how we present it to you, for how we do all of that which we do over conversations and interactions on Skype. Also use a number of other tools, a number of project management tools, a number of other internal tools to help organize the process, which we can share or which if you don't even want to be involved with that, you don't even have to be. It really is just that flexible to, for you and to suit your needs. So how did you come up with this idea to begin with? It came to fruition, I would say, from an initial encounter I had working with an individual in the medical profession a long time ago on his book. Uh, that, was, that was one of the first books I'd ever helped put together and publish. And in the process, it, uh, it just kind of dawned on me that it shouldn't take as long as many people think it does to get a book together, that it really doesn't have to be that hard. In our case, when I was working with this guy, we were able to do some shortcuts. Since then, as I've read a lot about time management, as I've also just helped to refine this idea, worked with quite a few more people, me and my team, 
and we've been able to boil it down to these seven hours. So that's that's kind of the genesis of this. And so do you work primarily with the real estate industry? Like what got you into from talking to somebody in the medical field to focusing more on the real estate industry? Well, the the medical thing was, like I said, one of my early ones. Um, as we've developed my company, Content Core, uh, as this whole seven-hour book thing has developed, we have trended more towards real estate, getting more, more involved in real estate and the real estate profession. Uh, that's, that's come around a lot just because of the kinds of people who've come to us have been, uh, I don't want to say overwhelmingly, realtors, but there have been quite a few of them. And that's caused us to realize in working with them that there is this need and that there is this tremendous, um, this tremendous desire on the part of realtors to stand out, to be authorities, and to really make something. And so many of them, or so many of you guys, I guess I should say, right, want a book but they just don't have time for it. So what kind of what kind of results are agents getting from these types of books? Are they and are they big books? Are they like 30-page books or like what what kind of books are they? Right. Well, the book is certainly not going to be a war and peace. Right. We like to we like to make that pretty not Dostoevsky work. I mean, this is this is not right. like that. On the other end, it's not going to be a five-page book or ebook or PDF, even. I mean, this is not, not uh, this is not hop on pop. This is not uh, any of those Dr. Seuss things where it has like four words on each page. It's not going to be that short. <laughs> That's Tons my favorite kind of book. Come on now. <laughs> well, I mean, no, it, it's not going to be. It's not going to be a coloring book either. Although I know those are popular. <laughs> um. Although actually, maybe maybe there's an, there, maybe there's a business idea for someone enterprising out there. Make a, uh, a exactly. seven-hour thing for I don't know. Uh, um, <laughs> no, in, in terms of answering your question, though, in, in terms of the length, uh, we tend to go with this the standard length or the more accepted length of professionally published books, which is upwards uh, upwards of about. Maybe eighty to one hundred pages at the at the minimum at the bare minimum. Okay. And and as I was um, I was leading up to is really what is the result for a typical agent in these in using these books? And is there a way okay. to really quantify that? Yeah, there are definite ways you can quantify it. One of them being uh, in terms of sales, book sales. We. Our goal is not to put you on the New York Times bestseller list. Our goal is to put you on your audience's bestseller list. What I mean by that is make it something that your audience, however big or however small that might be in your market, that's that kind of niche audience that's on their bestseller list, that they're either buying or that they're, quote, sold on through the number of requests you're getting and the number of times you're giving it away. So that's, that can be a definite way of measuring your book's success. Is this thing, quote, selling like hotcakes through your website and that people are downloading it? Is it, again, something that people are constantly coming up to you and saying, I want a copy of? Something that people are writing to you about and saying, yes, send it to me? Or is it something that's, in all of those cases, going out by the droves in the dozens and being requested? That's a, a major way to gauge this thing. 
then, of course, more traditional means, what's it doing in terms of new business generated? And depending on who we're talking about, depending on the process we've put in place, there are very clear way, ways of measuring that, too. So you brought up a word that's one of my favorite words is is niche, is really creating a niche around, you know, there's my my favorite thing is get rich in your niche. I do an entire training on that inside Masterclass where I talk about getting really honing down and determining what your niche is. And then having a book that ties into that, I think, is brilliant. Like even on Facebook marketing, I have a, my Facebook page is country, property, and estates. And then I have a friend who did one called Homes with Pools. So, like, you could do a complete book on, you know, all about homes with pools, right? Or, you know, taking care of a pool, why you want a pool, why you don't want a pool. I don't know. But that was random. But the fact is is that the more that you pay attention to a niche, you're much more likely to be successful if you if you have a niche than if you're trying to be jack-of-all-trades. Would you not agree? I would completely agree. I would say as well that a book becomes your piece of real estate in that niche. It becomes that little island or that little stake of land that you plant your flag on in that niche. And you say, this is who I am. This is where I stand in this niche. And when you come into the niche, you walk by my claim. You walk by my piece of land and you see me and you notice me. Everyone else is driving by, maybe, if you want to use an analogy, maybe driving by in their RV campers, and you've got this piece of real estate in the niche that you own, that you have a house, that you have a visible property on with your book. And so are you guys, is this like a ghost writing? Like do you, uh, what's the difference between your seven-hour book and somebody like a ghost writing service helping you do that? What's the difference in that? There's a tremendous difference between us and a ghostwriting service. We are not a ghostwriting service. I'll say that again. We are not a ghostwriting service. Ghostwriting services, the majority of them, are based around just the writing. And with the writing, they want to write pretty words that make them feel good, make the text maybe read a little bit funny, read a little bit silly, but really do nothing for you, and they do nothing for your business. We do not believe in that. That is completely against what we do. That's completely against everything we stand for. We are marketing your book. We are making it have real results for you. That's how we're not a ghostwriting service. And so then help me understand what the difference is, because I I don't know that I completely understand. I'm not 100% sure what ghostwriters do. I'm assuming that they... You give them the idea and they write the book for you? Something like that. I mean, I'm, again, we're not ghostwriters, so it's, uh, I can't speak for right. them. I don't want to speak for them, but I right. will say that they have never run a business. They have never run an ad campaign. They are not marketers. They're just writers. That's all they do. That is, that is the extent of their knowledge is just how to write. They're just a pair of hands pair of hands behind the keyboard. They don't have any inkling of what this is going to do for your business. They don't even think about that. Their minds don't even work like that. So help me understand the marketing thing. In the, because I, now what it sounds like to me is it's kind of like a website. 
people think you can build a website and they will come, and that's not true. You have to get you have to be able to get people there. You have to be able to get it noticed. So I'm assuming that it's very similar with a book, right? You've got you can't just write a book and let it sit on the shelf. You've got to be able to have the book out there, promote it, so that people know about it. You do, and one of the things that we do, which really makes us stand out, is we not only help to get the word out about the book, but we bake the marketing into the entire process. So as we're helping you to create the initial manuscript, we bake the marketing in. So you're field testing material from it. You're getting people interested in it. You're building up that pent-up demand for the book so that by the time it's brought to publication, by the time we have the campaign we've created for you ready to roll to hit ignition and to launch the book, there's pent-up demand that just gets released. And that's, uh, that's really the kind of the overriding idea that we like to do with our marketing. Where we get it ready to go so your book just, just takes off instantly. So one thing I've seen lately, too, with books I've noticed is more and more are tying the book back to a website. So um, maybe most of the content is in the book, but if you want additional content or you know, forms or downloads, you can go to a website and get that kind of information on their site. Is that part of what you guys do too? Yeah, we bake also the going to a website or the getting promotional materials, we bake that into the book too. That's another thing that writers, pure writers and ghostwriters don't even think to do. They don't even think, think that maybe you should have a mention of someone's website strategically in the book or create content that you sort of tease in the book to get people to go to the website. Right. So the website is very integral. The website or someone else's platform. We make sure to give plenty of uh, shout-outs, if you will, to those materials and to those aspects of the marketing within the book itself. So do you have an example of an agent that you've done this for that you can give a shout-out to here on the call? Well, that's the thing about us that a lot of our clients really appreciate. We don't take credit for your book. Your book is your book. We let you stand behind it. What I mean by that is a lot of ghostwriting and publishing services out there will say, oh, yeah, this is your book. But then they'll plaster it everywhere on their website, and they'll really put it out there and do everything they can to show that actually, you know what, it's not really your book at all. You claim it's your book. Your book's on the cover without a co-author. But it's not really your book because we did it. So to answer your question, I can't really give a shout-out because I don't want to take someone's credit. I don't want to expose them. So something that I saw, too, in some of the stuff you talked about had to do with you can also use this book as really like a lead magnet, right? Yeah, you definitely can. Going back to what we were saying we were talking about earlier with the business card people don't throw away. It's so true. It's really true. And so last question I wanted to go over a little bit um, is I love how you said it also really is a way to leave a legacy. Yeah, the idea with that is that you have, whether you realize it or not, you have a legacy. Each of us do. Each of us has the ability to leave this legacy. And the, the legacy being all of the experiences and knowledge you've built 
up over the years, particularly in a field like real estate, where you know quite a bit about properties, you know quite a bit about your community, maybe it's history too. This is all ingrained in you. You know how to sell it. You know what makes a home work or what makes another piece of property work. You know how to present it, how to showcase it, how to stage it. You know all this stuff. And if you just kind of go about your business, retire, and uh, and then call it quits, you're going to just take all this stuff and not really do anything with it. So having a book out there, yes, it's a lead magnet. Yes, it serves all of these marketing and promotion purposes we've been talking about. But it also is leaving a legacy. It also is your way of cementing the fact that not only you were here, but also you were pretty knowledgeable and you were a pretty worthwhile figure in the industry. You were someone who mattered. And not only that, but you also have this, you have this lesson and this set of lessons perhaps to share with people with your book. So people can pick up the book long after you're gone, read it, and maybe get some wisdom, maybe get some knowledge, some insights that they never would have had had you not documented it and laid it down now in this book. Well, and there's something huge, too, about the title author, right? So anytime you can add the word author to your bio, you know, to your resume, it gives you huge kudos, I think, in a lot of ways. It does. It really does. Because people, for better or worse, when they hear you're an author, they instantly bow down a little bit not physically, but sort of figuratively in respect because it does take it does take a certain level of commitment and a certain level of focus too to have a book and to conceive of an idea which can be developed into a book and which can go out there and which you're willing also to stand behind. That you're not just going to put this idea out there for a second and then be like, ah, you know what, I didn't really mean it take it back, no, that you have an idea or a set of ideas and you're willing to stand behind them and take ownership for them. Well, you know, I think it's such a great idea and I know that there are plenty of people out there who have had this idea bouncing around in the back of their head for a book. And just to be honest with you, I'm one of those where the thought of it is so overwhelming a little bit to actually get it done. And, you know, that's, that's definitely something that I plan to accomplish and talk to you guys a bit more about and what we can do to do it. But I know there's lots of people out there who've got some brilliant ideas, and if they could just get it down on paper and get it into a book, it would make all the difference in the world. So thank you so much, Nick, for um, sharing this information with us today. Thanks again for having me, Marguerite. Uh, I have a lot of respect, I just want to say, for you and everything you're doing with the Masterclass. So keep up the great work with that. Thank you so much. And for anyone who's listening today, we'll definitely have links on how you can connect with Nick in the show notes and on our website at realestaterealworld.com. So be sure and check that out. And I'm dying to hear who gets their book out. So if you end up doing this, be sure to share it with me so we can get you on the podcast and we can help you promote it. I think it's it's really awesome, and I look forward to hearing all the people who get their seven-hour books out there. So thanks again, Nick, for joining us today on Real Estate World. I really appreciate you being on the show today and sharing this information. 
Thank you, Marguerite. Been a pleasure. Awesome. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on Real Estate Real World. Be sure and subscribe over on iTunes or Podbean. And I hope you love the show enough that you'll give us a great review. Reviews help us push up on the rankings so we can get out there to more people. And join us over at realestaterealworld.com where you can hear about all the different podcasts we've done as well as learn about the Masterclass Real Estate Academy, our way of raising the bar in the real estate industry. Thanks again for joining us, everybody, today. Go out there and make it a fantastic day. Thank you for joining us today on Real Estate Real World, where we talk with masters and leaders in real estate and beyond on how we can raise the bar in our industry. Please subscribe over on iTunes. And while you're there, be sure to give us a review. Your reviews encourage us and help others find our podcast. For show notes and hot topics on what's going on right now in our real estate industry, pop on over to www realestaterealworld.com and add your name to our email. Thanks again for listening and go out there. Be a part of the elite masterclass in raising the bar on the real estate industry.